0: Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio Interactive Live Chat Room at TNTRadio.live. Lighting the Fuse for Freedom. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. (laughs) Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Well, some superheroes in the fight for freedom in these days of Ironical overreach do, in fact, wear masks. Those superheroes still exist among us. They are masked men and women sometimes. Who knows? Maybe they're talking through a voice box. For whatever reason, they want to hide their identity. And who can hardly blame them? It's tough out here, uh, you know, speaking truth to power. And, you know, you can do it in a lot of ways. One way is, uh, you know, writing sincere songs, as we have seen today with Gene Owens, uh, you know, and Kelly. But Kelly's not so much about um, ironical uh, overreach, but still freedom of the mind. Um, and that is revolutionary. And Gene Owens more directly with Woketown. But another way is through humor. Um, there's the sort of thing of the Joker who could, um, not the Joker and Batman, but the the old days the jester the court jester who could make fun of the king to his face so my next guest uh, used humor in his approach to fighting the system fighting tyranny in may of 2020 dr clown and karen wrote the lyrics for a parody song called i wear my mask in the car i think it was based off of sunglasses at night after a few humiliating attempts they reached out to their very good friend stacks who was tasked with singing it it only took a day or so to realize they were making something very special indeed they have since produced 40 similar videos three dvds uh cds and vinyl lps and have had the opportunity to meet people from all around the world you can find all of their music and videos and more at drclown.com but without further ado dr clown welcome to the show how are you my masked friend you're a little okay. scary looking I have to say straight away
2: well I'll I'll take that I'll accept it and I'll allow it and by the end of our last interview I think that you were able to glean that I was in fact very less frightening than the visions would appear so I'm looking forward to our to our time here tonight I'm really sorry that I botched the timing here and that I'm here a little bit late but I'm very excited
1: to be here with you tonight in your studio I'm happy to have you and um yeah so let's start off with the the concept of Dr Clown and the mask and and if you ever intend to unmask yourself do you feel safer to do that it seems like the tides have shifted and most reasonable people are at least open to questioning mRNA mm-hmm. injections and in the in the strange response that everybody Kind of uh, lined up for in the past, so it it's not as controversial to speak on these things anymore. Do you think you'll ever remove the mask? Okay, so for um for what it's worth, um, I I have
2: removed my mask and I've actually appeared on the internet and in some of our various incarnations of stuff that we're doing without the mask and music videos and stuff like that. The uh, this thing that colloquially gets referred to as a mask is in fact, a facial prosthetic, a handmade bespoke 3d creation that, uh, came into life during when we made our video called safety mask done to the tune of safety dance. Uh, when I realized that like I I was going to want to conceal my identity through the creation of these videos, once it became apparent that we were going to continue doing them at the time, here in georgia i worked in the film industry and there was just no way that i was uh comfortable like having a bunch of stuff out there on the internet and stuff and then dealing with a bunch of these borderline crazy people that i already knew that i worked with as it pertained to this you know diabolically survivable viral pathogen and um (laughs) once they did the full-on lockdown and were forcing everyone to get regularly tested and um and all of that stuff i knew that i wasn't going to go back to that line of work just from all of that um and uh but by that time the the facial prosthetic had kind of become a um uh, just part of a costume you know that just kind of seems to work within the uh, in the vein of the stuff that we were doing so i just kind of have stuck with it and uh where uh some stuff I'll take it off where some of our videos and where it works and then, but yeah, yeah.
1: So you're not hiding your identity anymore. And it's a little bit like kiss, a kiss comes to mind. And they, you know, they took off their masks, then put it yeah. back on or their face paint rather, and then put it back on. And it, nobody seemed to care really one way or the other, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, very I much. Guess they so. were a little lamer without it, you know, but people still dug them. I was a huge kiss fan uh even without the makeup you know um but is that what you're finding
2: yeah man well my dad was uh he played uh drums in a kiss cover band and i've got all kind of really cool pictures of him as a as a young man like playing drums in a kiss cover band. how cool is that you know the full makeup and everything but uh but yeah i mean um you know um i've uh I've I've not made much new stuff and over the last couple of um of uh, months here, but we've uh, just started kind of turning it on and making uh, getting some new stuff cooking. So, yeah, I um, um, you know, for for now, we'll we'll keep the we'll keep the facial prosthetic on for entertainment purposes only.
1: All right, well, we're entertained. Listen. Now that COVID is not in our rearview mirror, I don't know if you caught the whole Tim Poole controversy of him sort of freaking out at one of his co-hosts saying it doesn't matter, Trump doesn't need to address uh, vaccines, and I'm sick of people even bringing that up. It's in the past. Um, and obviously, it's it's not in the past. We're still affected by it. They're still pushing it. It's not off the shelves yet. It's still something we need to fight against however the tides have deeply changed are you thinking about um your artistic life in this new character that's been born in this new artistic vision and how it will evolve is there plenty of fodder in other avenues of life that you can mine from no it's a it's a um it's it's truly um
2: Going forward in the stuff that we do, I anticipate doing doing so as the um, as w- through the character that has evolved to this point. Um, and uh, because I truly don't see an end to the psyops that they intend to unfold upon us. And um, I see no better way to mock it than in the uniform of a recognizable entity to them the rainbow-headed pr-
1: plastic-faced clown i'm not suggesting you get rid of dr clown that's not at all what the question was the question is the themes you dealt with were were more covid oriented oh. um and you you kind of answered it inadvertently anyway because you're saying there's plenty of psyops to to choose from what oh, other? what, what, what are some of the yeah what are some of the current psyops that you're going to investigate with dr clown mm. Well, you know, it's it's fun, but um
2: they see seeing as how there seems to be a never-ending stream of these things from whether it's, you know, they're using aliens to deceive us from wars or wars to deceive us from um the ineptitude of our elected leaders. Uh there it's uh the the playing field seems ripe for the picking and they're I I like to think that I can avoid the low-hanging fruit of just going and um, mocking a bunch of political type of stuff because it's kind of just boring. And uh, that said, at the same time, when we have done stuff with a political bent on it, it ends up becoming the most viewed stuff that we have on, uh, on some of these platforms. So I don't know. We'll have to see what develops, I guess what's an example of one of the political ones you've done we did one um to the tune of we will rock you ours is called we will mock you and it's a very Biden centric kind of um protest song
1: yeah well I mean some yeah somebody was saying it's WWE I guess it was Gene Mm -hmm. Owen saying it's all world wrestling Federation or WWF or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's wrestling the political system and people love their heroes and villains. It's, it's, uh, it's bread for the masses or whatever bread and it's bread in the circus for the masses. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it seems to be one of the things that they
2: want us going at one another's proverbial throat about is these ideological philosophical differences that some of us have about, you know, what it means to be a responsible person or how to, uh, you know, function in society. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a, uh, you know, pivotal part of the uh, divide and conquer protocol. And uh, I'd like to try to not participate in that uh, as much as possible.
1: Well, that's too bad because I was just going to try to get you to participate in it and by find out who you liked. I mean, we will mock you. Obviously, you've got your misgivings about Biden, but do those uh, exist for you in Trump as well? I mean, the big criticism about him is that he's still never said anything uh, about the mRNA jab, uh, the dangers of it and the damage it's caused and the ineffectiveness of it. And yet he keeps championing it, calling himself the dad of it and some of us that you know might sort of lean that way are like what's up dude why aren't you commenting on that does it bug you do you have a political favorite in the race it bugs me profoundly joseph yeah it does
2: dude. and it's, it's I insane was, i i really liked trump for what he was I could think what I liked about him was the reaction that he was provoking in these people that seemed to be so stoic and so kind of unchallenged in some of their BS along the way that he just kind of was able to provoke them in a way that was amazing to watch as it unfolded, you know? And, um, but then it became clear that it was like, well, man, you've, um, you've, uh, you've alienated yourself in such a way where it's like, Oh man, all these people want all of this um vengeance against you. And there's uh. And that was almost kind of entertaining to watch that unfold also but he absolutely lost me at, at operation warp speed um it was um it was around then that he became a uh, ripe target for and uh, uh, you know in, in a bunch of our different songs you know so yeah
1: well then that begs the question who would you go for i i hate to say um but i i
2: don't i i don't really and I don't really see myself voting i don't know that i'll vote again and that may and maybe be putting out on the table there you know some feelers about what some of our future musical content may be but um you know if you're hearing a you know the the tune of and i'm never gonna vote again <laughs>
1: Ooh, what are the guilty feet that got no rhythm in that anthem though? yeah i know we're, we're still we're still putting that through the pace <laughs> and i'm year. never gonna vote again neither side has got a system though it's easy to pretend they want us to be a fool it's so fun Shouldn't man. Know <laughs> Yeah, dude, <laughs> I need to do this. I was <laughs> yep. like, all right, let me uh, work on this anthem. Uh, I love it. During this break, we'll be right back after these words on TNT. TNT's Kate Shemarani.
3: I'm of the, the belief that your body can totally, 100% heal itself if you remove the offending things and you flood your body with what it needs. What do your dogs and your kids do when they get sick? They lie down and sleep, don't they? They don't want to eat. They get great big temperatures and they just want to rest. What, do you think you're a special, special snowflake, you're any different? No, that's you as well. But what do they want to do when you go to the hospital? I've seen it firsthand in the last couple of weeks. They're just going to serve you rubbish food, wheat, sugar, dairy, animal protein, tea and coffee fluoridated, chlorinated bromine, water, drugs, pharmaceutical petroleum-based drugs.
0: Kate Shamarani on today's News Talk TNT. When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month,
2: virtually 9 out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that
0: daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio.
3: I do a lot of free streaming.
0: tntradio.live. And we're back and the
1: clowns have multiplied. It's getting crazy here, folks. Wow. Welcome okay, now to we're just gonna we're gonna adjust the framing a little bit cast. so that we can make
2: it all work dynamically and live right. and on the fly. She's gonna come over here and scoot it on. There we go, go. Doctor
1: Clown. I was re-introing, man, and you just rudely interrupted me. Take your mask off right now, sir. You have lost the right to wear it. <laughs> oh my God, that's that's terrifying. All right, well, welcome, Karen. Karen is. Dr. Clown's better half, obviously. And also, now we're hearing that she is the secret genius in this duo because she had the idea of, I'm never going to vote again. Guilty feet have got no system. And double CZ. I a huh?
4: documentary the other night and I was like, we've got to do some George Michael.
1: Yep. How great was George Michael? Rest in peace. What a what a genius.
4: A complete genius. And uh yeah. the other one I was kicking around was I can't vote for that. No. <laughs> no can not yeah, I'm a big Holland Oats fan. So Me too. Yeah, George Michael was a
2: a producer. You know, I I guess growing up listening to that stuff, I always just kind of took it on the face value, like, oh yeah, this guy just he sings these songs and da da da. And I never really had an appreciation of how handcrafted everything was,
1: and it's really awesome. Oh no, I have some insider knowledge of George Michael in the studio because. I was uh, always at real-world studios in the UK at Peter Gabriel Studios because he uh, discovered me, so to speak, and mentored me. And some of the engineers that would work there would also work with George. So I was getting insider knowledge on that. And it was awesome to hear about because what they told me about his process was, I was like, oh, man, he is a real artist. You know, he would apparently... And I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. And this is no, this isn't anything bad to say, like he, heaven knows he led a controversial life anyway, but he would like to smoke the the ganja. He was big yes. into that. So, I, and when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's cool. He's writing those pop jams, super stoned. <laughs> and it made me like him so much better. Not that I'm like some big, like, yeah, rah, rah, rah weed, you right. know, but right. for We're some reason, it, it put super
4: him, stoned. Yeah,
1: yeah it, yeah, it put him in the category of like pop Bob Marley for me or something. I was like, oh man, I love George Michael. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's interesting. It certainly b- wouldn't have been my takeaway from um, right immediately. So yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: That's Morning yeah, that's awesome. and night, dude. Morning, like, you know, that's what they would tell me like right from the jump street in the studio, just firing it up. And I was like, wow, that's, that's so, it blew happens. my mind.
2: now i want to ask you not that this is where i want to diverge or whatever but like so when with working with peter was were there just ssl consoles across the board Mm -hmm.
1: he owned s he had to buy ssl because he had so many ssl consoles in that studio and they were going to go out of business in fact mike large who was the Um, the leader of Real World Records, or the president of Real Real World Records, was formerly an SSL guy. That's how inconst SSL was in that world, and it was amazing. And then at one point, Peter had his own studio off to the side, and then he had this like three hundred thousand dollar or five hundred thousand dollar Sony board that he had to like some sony people had to come and give like a month-long course and how to even use it it was so complicated and then he had like this killer knee old neve board with flying faders that was like who know like you know like george martin spilled wine on it or something that kind of thing not really i'm making that up but it was like it it. it was like classic and legendary and somebody owned it that made legendary stuff or something and uh and that's what i'd be like dude why don't you just use that to me that was like but he was all into those ssl boards and those were my first records were all mixed on SSLs, and those are really really incredible why do you like are you a fan of SSLs, solid state logic
2: okay so i mean i was obviously a peter gabriel fan and you know coming up and and being an audio guy and an engineer um I kind of got into doing video from being in music world and being a pro tools guy. And um, I learned on the 9,000 J when I was at school. And so it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, Oh man, I want to, you know, I wonder if, if one of these days, if I can, if I know that I'm in a situation where I'm working with Peter Gabriel, I'll know that I've made it. You know what I mean? I've, I've made a milestone moment in my life kind of thing. Um, So I, I always kind of, when I think of one, I always think of the other.
1: Yeah. I want to get him to come on TNT. I just thought about that. You know, like, I I mean, we're still in good contact. So who knows? I'm going to throw out an invitation and hopefully get him on. He just put out a record. It went to number one in all kinds of countries. I mean, a guy like he's... there's no one else like him, man. And he's just, he's such a great artist and just such an innovative thinker. And to hear him talk about music, it's unlike anybody else talks about it. He's, he is a one of one for sure. Totally dude.
4: Well, I want to know what he thinks of what's happening in the world right now. Don't,
1: don't make me ship? do that. <laughs> 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 we'll How the the dare interview. you? How dare you, Karen? Take off your mask. <laughs> You've lost the right to wear it how dare you no like let's just I'll say this we disagree we agreed to disagree uh, on what was going down and I'll leave it there I shouldn't even All have right. said that see you know we but he's a lovely guy he's a lovely human being and you know and everybody can uh have their own opinion about whatever they want and I don't even yeah. know where he stands on it now but I just <laughs> but well, I mean I think you, you were know, talking
2: about I think you were talking about the nuances between using a Neve and an SSL console. Right. And and right. The, we agreed you know, to disagree on to that. Project.
1: I was yeah. like, dude, let's use the <laughs> Neve. Why not the SSL? But it was interesting getting mentored by him because my approach to music was more just of the moment and, you know, like first thought, best thought. And he's somebody that spends five years just thinking about different rhythmic patterns on one song i mean it took him 15 years to make his new album so his relationship with time is so unusual and yet very effective for him you know his body of work there's not any weakness in it sure you'll like some albums better than others but every album
4: sludge is... <laughs> yeah. was the best song
1: yeah yeah so why don't you guys do something with one of his songs
4: we've thought about sledgehammer several times because the video is so cool too a lot of times we come at something because we want to redo the video too and uh
1: yeah right And what do you spend more time working on the, the actual song, speaking of time and, and Peter Gabriel's approach and George Michael's approach, how, what is your approach? Like, do you guys incorporate any mood or mind altering substances? What's the, what's the creative flow like, and is, and Dr. Clown, you mentioned that you were no longer sort of interested in working in the old industry you were in has this new path taken over are you guys doing this for your livelihood or is this still a side project in your lives very much a
2: side project in our lives um i just kind of changed the you know i i was doing lots of union related filmmaking work before whereas now it's all non-union related so there's lots of you know just a little minor change there um but the um so it's more commercials I guess what I'm trying to say. Anyway, uh, the, um, the process for our, when we're making a music video or a song, it always, of course, would start with the song is, um, we'll write the song and my buddy stacks is a, is an absolute musical virtuoso. Um, he's one of these guys that can play all of any of any instrumentation that needs to be played either on the keyboard, the you know the midi keyboard or the actual keyboard and mouse between using tools in the computer digital instruments Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and um he will you know depending on how how much we're we're going through with um you know if we're doing a christmas song we won't do all of this stuff you know what i mean but if he's doing money for money to nothing He's going to really take his time and, and really.
4: Or Metallica. He goes really micro. Yes. With the way that he wants a song to, to end out. But I think the most time, uh, the, the thing that takes up the most time is r- when we've made these intricate videos. So it's a lot
2: of green screen stuff. So as you know, like that takes a long time. You, you know, if there's three people. It's every. You know, some of the stuff takes six times as long as it should take for the same commensurate period of time just to shoot it and well
4: in researching clips for the internet that's getting harder and harder because if you've heard or noticed um they're whitewashing the internet it's harder to find uh clips um i don't know kind of like meme worthy clips of the past it's harder Uh uh-oh the dogs have Hi, this is our dogs. It just came down. Um, so it's harder to find those things on the internet now. Uh, they've just, you know, gone away, and all you can find is stuff from CNN.
3: Uh, yeah. when you
1: say meme worthy clips like you know it brings up the the question of memes and and their rise and the and what do you think to meme culture um I know recently there was uh um a financial institution using like a, a centuries-old financial institution tweeting Ben Franklin with the Bitcoin laser eyes and it's like you you know even classic institutions like that are, are getting into memes now obviously memes might be high art someday um you know it, it's just going to take an Andy Warholian kind of character to understand that memes are art and put them up in a gallery really big right in fact why don't I do that why am I just giving that idea away uh oops well, no but,
3: yeah,
1: yeah well and if yeah so what do you think I mean, to like- memes
2: yeah I remember reading something about that kid that got that video about the kid whose finger got bit that was such a big viral video and Charlie and and how you know they sold the video for hundreds of thousands of dollars and I just remember just kind of thinking like what are you talking about how is that a thing that's Um, some things you can, uh, some memes are tangible and they, uh, I, I get, you know, I ask my teenagers to show me the memes that they're laughing at. I want to see, I want to show them on our, on our show and stuff like that. And I have to be honest, like seven times out of 10, I do not understand what it is that they're saying is funny about these things that should be easily translatable in my opinion about what a meme is,
1: you know? So I guess maybe like that's what? It. Give me an example of one you didn't get that you Gosh. could illustrate.
4: So <laughs> many that memes they show us we don't like, get. And we think we're pretty cool, but we don't. They're just so generationally like specific. Like
2: what she's talking about, I think, is when she'll show us one where it's a it's an animated. Um, uh, what's the cartoon? Um,
4: oh, regular show.
2: Okay, so it's a it's an animated clip of of like a chicken and a conversation with these people that are that it's taking place in the cartoon with dubbed dialogue of people um whether it's a celebrity or a whatever you know the conversation is now taking place transposed into the scene of this cartoon and i just
1: it's just stuff like that that's just i just don't understand what's funny about it i guess yeah. all right well that one i probably wouldn't get either yeah. um Okay, so you guys are dealing mainly in psyops, you were saying, and you know, you got the "She Blinded Me with Psyops" hit single, um, uh, based off of "She Blinded Me with Science," obviously. What do you think are the main psyops going on right now? I'm I'm thinking about. I was thinking. I forget. I was talking to somebody, and they were talk bringing up all the you know impending catastrophes that are supposed to happen and they a lot of them do seem likely right like financial collapse the grid going out um you know on and on it goes world war three disease x but yes at a certain point I almost start thinking that is the psyop that, that mm-hmm. we're supposed to just be in a constant state of fear where do you, where are you on that sort of line of balance? Do you think we have serious concerns in the world, or do you think we're meant to feel like there's serious concerns in the world as a way to keep us out of being in a peaceful place where we can thrive personally? Yeah, man, I definitely think that there's
2: something to the prepper psyop of keeping everyone kind of agitated with propaganda right. all the time. Um and where it goes with one of the more kind of palpable psyops that we encounter now has got to be the ufo thing and the disclosure psyop um yeah. where we were we're faced with all of these hey look i'm a government official i'm um but i'm willing to tell you the truth now about all of these things that are government secrets and um And somehow they're allowed to exist and and live a life in front of a camera where then you've got these guys like Julian Assange who are below the prison, you know, for talking about something that's very visceral, viscerally real and human and has consequences to human beings. Um, It's. uh, uh, Yeah, that's the that's the psyop du jour. To me, right now, is the alien psyop. What, what about you, Karen?
4: Yeah i i I try to dissect it. You know, every every day, should I be afraid of this? Should I get ready for this? It's um, it's hard to to be the level of discerning that I think you need to be now because they are throwing so much stuff around, and it. I think it is going to be a crazy year because of the election. And, um, you know, I,
2: well, additionally, they're
4: letting the alien stuff just be talked about to a ridiculous level. That makes no sense. This new context warning thing that they do on YouTube. I saw one just yesterday. People were talking about it was a kind of a deep dive on, uh, you know, like Freemasons. Kind of like basic stuff no big deal you would think everybody can kind of like speculate on that but they got the little context warning um on their channel you know so it's strange i haven't seen that go around in the alien stuff people can say just outlandish things about creatures they've seen and that event that may or may not have happened in miami they're just letting that one go, there's no context warning. No. uh, Let's get to the bottom of facts of what actually happened. Uh, But you still can't say that there was a therapy that people were made to get and they might have had side effects from it. You still can't talk about that. So,
2: yep. Our live stream last night, branded with the big bright COVID-19 fact check warning. The bottom
1: yeah i don't know that we talked about it at all that's how you know it's good dr clown that's how, how you know it's good and there's something humorous about you guys talking about propaganda campaigns in those get-ups it's pretty hysterical in and of itself uh, but you guys are both very intelligent when you speak on it so i appreciate it i do want to actually ask further about this alien stuff because some of it has disturbed me and you're right karen when you bring up that weirdness in Florida and just the fact that you would think like if you went back 10 years when aliens come or are seen and and filmed and whatnot, that's going to blow everybody's mind. But in a sense that happened. And I think mainly people just don't believe it's real. So it's that we live in this time where technology is so advanced that it's hard to believe anything you're seeing, especially something that outlandish. But let's talk about that right after these words on TNT.
0: Our beautiful world is changing, withering, dying by the hands of those who don't value nature, even though we all depend on it for life itself. But there is hope. Together with caring friends, the Nature Conservancy can restore our lands, heal our waters, and save our wildlife with big solutions only nature can provide. But every day we lose more of the places we love, and we urgently need to save endangered lands, waters, and wild species. The actions we take today will determine the tomorrow we leave to our children and grandchildren. The water they drink, the air they breathe, the beauty they experience. To learn more about how you can help protect and conserve our beautiful world, visit nature.org today.
3: Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope, They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now.
0: Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option.
3: Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today.
0: You're with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: And we're back with Dr. Clown and Karen talking about psyops and aliens. And yeah, you know, a couple of weeks back, Tucker Carlson made headlines or X lines, whatever it is now these days, when he was talking about how the alien invasion and he was in the know of uh, some information that was so disturbing, he could not even talk to his wife about it. I assumed that I would just think the alien invasion was fake because we've been warned about it being fake for a long time those oh, of just us that Blue yeah those of us that look into alternative sources of information but then when Tucker did that you, you kind of trust his take a, a lot of times I think and and so I was like whoa that's kind of wild and then I did go down that rabbit hole and there's this whole thing about them giving us technology and then perhaps technology itself is us being captured by so-called aliens and if you think about it we are all captured by these divorce I mean these divorces well, that's a Freudian slip these devices with a bitten yeah. apple on the back with it sort of like calls back to the Garden of Eden and the snakes deal with it Eden. really does well
4: and it's the it's, monolith it's
1: yeah go ahead and the monolith as well So. What do you guys think to all that? Did you go down those rabbit holes? I guess also the thing was, with these aren't aliens from some distant planet, but interdimensional beings, demons, whatnot, and they are very much here with us. That's way more believable to me than aliens from a distant planet. I don't know why, but it is. What about you guys? Look, I I agree with you completely. She's going to go first. Okay.
4: I think that... that, um... I, I'm feeling the 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 entity demonic if, <clears throat> if they're here and something's going on or how about this the alien the aliens always probably were demons, you know. If you go uh the ancient aliens route, I used to watch that show before I even went down rabbit holes. And I think there's probably a lot of um truth to to, to people having been here and helped uh certain civilizations kind of upgrade their architecture and their power sources i definitely think um that that probably happened and i think there's something happening in our world now that um you know it just feels like something's off and it would make sense if there were um some uh Entities that live in a different—I don't know what the—you know—insert the TV show where they've had parallel universes and things have overlapped. Okay, um, that could be what's happening now, and why it feels so strange and so different. And for for me, anyway.
2: Sure, and there's a lot of different possibilities. Uh, Being just a simple person that's just old school, that just loves Jesus, like I believe that what we're told are aliens are, um, they're, well, would basically be qualified as demons if someone was encountering them a long time ago. That being said, a lot of the stuff that we get presented with, the um, kind of facts or data about what aliens are now is the epistemology of a New Age religion more than Evidence of something tangible that can be experienced by anybody—it's more of something they're trying to sell to people um, as a way to control their thought, in my opinion. And and it comes down to a thing: if all of these things are real and have such a uh, will have such an impact on humanity in general, it's not that I want to disbelieve in that, but I'm also not so naive to where it's just like, hi, I want to believe. I want to believe in aliens so tell me the things that i need to hear about them to believe in them you know what i mean i'm willing to believe in some of these things um i'm willing to hear them but i i don't know that uh uh that i'm articulating this the way that i
1: yeah i mean I, you're making good points both of you yeah i mean Listen, I believe I'm all I'm with you in the Jesus stuff. I'm with you that our battle is with principalities, not with flesh and blood. I do think demonic forces exist. Uh, I think they are called psychological issues, but I think by and large, it's uh, you know, people are demonized, you know, and whether it's psychological issues or sort of from the spirit realm, i I happen to think most things are spiritual. <laughs> So for me, it's not as much of a stretch to go from spiritual, invisible to visible. And I don't know the Bible enough to know, but I've heard tell that somehow they're going to start appearing according to the Bible, too. So it sort of goes in line with that. And then when you hear Tucker Carlson going, I've found out things that are so disturbing, I won't even tell my wife. It's like, dude, what? Like,
4: Yeah, that's a little weird that Tucker said that. Yeah. You know, the whole alien thing seemed to really come to the forefront from Hillary Clinton and and Podesta. I remember when they were saying years ago, they were kind of, I think they knew there was this hunger for like conspiracies that something had been, well, obviously awakened in people and they were digging deeper. And I think that maybe, you know, if there is like a deep state, they were like, let's go with this alien thing and give them kind of like an outlet for their craziness that they need and it'll be the gift that we're giving them because it does seem like the the not the government that's in control now but the the controllers that are in control now definitely want this one um that they want people to be uh afraid and aware that this can happen
1: Mm. Two things that come to mind, Karen, with what you're saying. For one, is I-, I wonder if you guys are gonna tackle a song, or maybe you already have, about Jeffrey Epstein and that whole thing. And then the Satanism that apparently people are practicing that goes along with that, that also kind of goes along with this demonic level alien thing. Because and it what means can they be conjuring? That... Yeah, right. It means that they've been tuned into this spirit realm far more vigorously than we might have imagined, you know, like, you know, I, I think shamanism
4: about it and and through psychedelics, I think they probably people can and definitely the MK ultra scientists figured all this out and the Crowley people that you can probably communicate with entities and get these downloads, um, you know, if you do these weird rituals, which, uh, of course, yeah. that's the kind of thing that like just basic Jesus was like, eh, don't do the magic stuff because I've, <laughs> you know, we've got other gifts for you and we've got other stuff that you can do that's miracles. Like, don't do this, you know, like blood ritual, kill chickens and just don't do all that stuff.
2: Well, right. You know it may be a, a longer uh story than we have but I mean I grew up with someone who uh, uh when I was a teenager a friend of mine who was very much into Crowley and very much into the OTO and all of that stuff he right. lived at the OTO Lodge in Atlanta Georgia for years and years and years and this is a dude who today without saying anything name wise is a chick now Okay, working very, very high level in Hollywood.
1: (laughs) No, Doctor Clown, what are you doing to us? (laughs) Take your—you have lost the right to wear that mask yet again, and it is still on. This this, you're going to get taxed for this, Doctor Clown.
2: (laughs) I'm—I'm just saying that the. You know some of the stuff that is i mean there's some reason why these people are are um there's some tangible reason beyond just yeah. being an edge lord that these people were doing this stuff and, and absolutely edgy and cool they're they no i listen about
4: this time
1: say what karen
4: they were trying to bring about for decades this time, this time that is happening now that everything is so uh, c- clown world, so surreal. Like that's one of the reasons why we do the stupid mask because it's just representative of the surreal nature of things right now. Uh, it just mm. got so flipping weird.
2: And for what it's worth, I'm not talking about uh, high level in Hollywood, like um, for, at a studio or something. I'm talking about in a, in a creative, in a creative standpoint, in a trade standpoint,
3: mm-hmm.
2: working on yeah. major very big production hollywood movie Listen, movies that we've all seen
1: the spirit realm is powerful it's powerful if you pray it's powerful if you worship jesus if you pray to god even if you you know whatever your spiritual practices are even i mean yoga is is uh, is a powerful practice and you, you know there, there's the spirit realm doesn't you don't really need to convince somebody that there's power there or at least most people i think we know that and so there is obviously there is evil and if you surrender to evil obviously you're going to get something for that at least in this realm i mean that uh, that just sort of makes rational sense to me so it's not really hard to believe that then some people would sort of because if we think about principalities working on people and then the suggestions of those demons hey why don't you do this and then this will happen and if somebody's mind is already twisted in that direction anyway it's like gee that sounds like a good idea i mean i can i can sort of relate to that just in periods of being sort of out there partying and addicted to stuff and you know hedonism and whatnot it's like you like hey don't worry about that's
4: what you're talking about yeah yeah
1: it's kind of possession right
4: yeah
2: very well said man and yeah um there seems to be no no lack of it and um there's you know when it comes to what we're disagreeing with lots of people on i think that there's at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that are walking around that are disillusioned, and um, they they don't even understand. They they're not necessarily lying to us about these things. They're diabolically misled, and um, right. I think that it is important to as and it's kind of silly because I make a um, I have a great time mocking the decisions of a lot of these people. But um, it it does you know there is a certain amount of patience that needs to be required too if you want to kind of philosophically uh, change someone's.
4: Position well, and what's been stuff. happening at Davos this week? <clears throat> I find that incredibly strange that they're that that some of these leaders th- and thought leaders, I guess you call them, are being confronted about conspiracy theories and about you know like the Great Reset and and a little bit of pushback and it's almost like that's becoming like new
3: politics
4: yeah. now where it's like well surely nothing's gonna happen if they're talking about it and being confronted about it it feels like another level of fake where
2: did you see what she's talking about joseph Where like where uh, argentina's new president was there talking at the wef did i see didn't see it
1: no. To... no tell me
2: tell, so tell me what it's happened. Interesting. And I don't know that they've done this before. I didn't see it, anything like this. Um, the the last couple of these different summits that I've watched, where they have like a panel, and it's like, okay, here's Joseph Arthur. He thinks that the World Economic Forum is pure evil, and he's going to get up here and take the podium and talk about it for a minute. They actually did that. <laughs> wow! You know, and and um, Klaus
4: is sitting there. Klaus Schwab is sitting wild. there listening to this. I guess he's there, Trump over there and absolutely he is everything we're gonna do everything different
1: it's fascinating you've got to look up the clip
2: he's
4: he's
1: he he goes over i did see the clip but i didn't click on it because i'm disillusioned by that guy for some reason there was something that i i think i don't know what he did that made me sort of turn on him there's so much information coming at us all the time sometimes it all gets confused so i i was turned off by him at one point but i should watch i'll watch that clip now that you've recommended it I, I, I think that you it.
2: should see it. You'll you'll be taken aback yeah. by it. He walks across this stage. He shakes Klaus's hand, and then he stands there at the podium for 25 seconds in silence, adjusting the microphones, um, sorting his papers wow. out a little bit, and then he goes on for 25 minutes and with a translator wow. translating into English, and it's it's pretty powerful, it.
1: man and do you um, think it's a psyop or you think it's real because the 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 narrative on him is he's like an inside job you know controlled opposition it's
2: it's so weird they've never done this from what i can tell where they've got this kind of like okay i mean you know i i guess okay so they had trump there but he's played softball with them so it was just like non-entertaining at all What his clips from mm-hmm. that but that could be much a much whole
4: nother not. psyop this control right much so because it's like oh go after alex he's controlled up i've seen some very fascinating video on uh tucker being a psyop because of tucker's yeah. father and his cia right and his uh just growing up in dc elite country club um you know and he was like he gave rachel maddow her start so they're like arch enemies they fight in the wrestling ring but then behind right. the scenes he's friends with freaking rachel maddow like what do they talk about And hunter biden and hunter biden no. he wrote uh uh, and what do they call it, when you have to write a letter, oh, a recommendation letter for Hunter's kid to get into some private school. How are Well, you guys, finding- we're going to have to leave it
1: there because we just hit the one-minute mark, and I want you to tell everyone where to find you, and also, hopefully, you use this amazing conversation for fodder for the next uh, few songs because Aliens, Epstein... Yeah, the Argentinian guy, whatever his name is. You got to do the whole thing. Anyway, tell people where to find you, and thanks for coming on. Thanks, Joseph. Well, it's really easy. It's drclown.com.
2: You can go there. You can watch all of our music videos, even the ones that are banned by YouTube and Spotify. Um, Nice. And uh, as far as, you know, we were talking about doing some Epstein-related stuff just today, so stay tuned
1: we're on it all right guys i can't wait to hear it we'll have you back on this has been too fun maybe maybe maskless next time keep I listening everybody your new
4: song. i heard uh, it on Media monarchy the ceasefire yes. now. Awesome. ceasefire
1: now thanks thanks karen keep listening everybody we'll be right back with more on tnt